0: Care what you say about me, cause I'm a motherfucking ooh spooky. Yeah, yes. fifty cent for episode fifty. This is the oh. fiftieth episode. Ding ding, ding 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 ooh spooky. That was every bullet hitting him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my name's Adam Knox I'm Peter Jones And I'm 50 Cent <laughs> And together we host a podcast, bizarrely, about the paranormal I own vitamin water <laughs> oh, it It's called Get Rich or Try Spooking, And we're back uh, This book is called Mysteries of the Unexplained It's a book from Reader's Digest, a compilation of spooky stories Every week, me, Pete and 50 go through uh, the original <laughs> G-Unit we call ourselves uh, Sorry, Goonit Goonit <laughs> And, uh, yeah, we, we, we look at five stories every week. This time, we've got another five, which will bring this five times 50 up to 250 stories. Yeah, this first spooky story uh, takes place in the realm of D12. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> our arch rivals. No, they were, they'd they be friends because Eminem and 50 get along. Oh, they got along? Yeah, mm. I think so. Yeah. You know what? Stand rap beef. (laughs) We get along. (laughs) I'm Fifty Cent. Uh, Sorry. Didn't you run out of money somehow? No, I'm incredibly rich. I thought you went bankrupt. (laughs) You got that video? (laughs) No, no. I've always.
1: I think I have always been quite a good investor. I think because yeah, he owned Vitamin Water. I think he. He did.
0: Yeah, yeah, I you think you Star- true I, owned- <laughs>
1: sorry, I sometimes he started I think it- back, I was a different person in the past, you know. <laughs> but you um, started it and sold it to
0: Coca Cola. Started it and sold yeah, it yeah, and yeah. made so much. You would have uh, made it a ton. Yeah. Well, and you- I
1: own a uh, boxing promotion as well. Right. It's well, weird I hope that
0: you do this podcast with us, but that's yep.
1: your life, 50 Cent. Okay, right. It sure is. And mine, if all oh, my name isn't.
0: An- Curtis, yeah, yeah, Yeah. Curtis Jackson. (laughs) Yes, and I hope this isn't rude of me (laughs) to be googling your net worth in front of you, but apparently, rude. Well, it's around thirty million. That's the estimate, but that's down significantly from last year, where it was one hundred and fifty million.
1: Yeah, well, how many million have you got, Adam Knox? Not one (laughs) hundred and twenty.
0: That's for sure. But uh, the the, uh, what what did you get into? Uber Eats or something? (laughs) Yeah, you're you're forty three. Yeah, I know. <laughs> why, are you, why are you telling him things he already knows about? Just him to ask for? me. This first story is from the section "Unearthly Fates." Skyjacker Dan Cooper parachuted from a <laughs> northwest. Oh, sometimes pretty stressful out there. You have to have a little skyjack. <laughs> 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 so, serial skyjacker Dan Cooper Parachuted <laughs> from Northwest Airlines Boeing 727 Look out below <laughs> s- Still parajacking. Into a rainy Thanksgiving night in 1971 Cooper had taken over the jetliner After it took off from Portland, Oregon Remember the days when you could just do that? Mm. That were good old days Take it back <laughs> Yeah, people. Nobody haven't... was sitting there looking at their phone. They'll be <laughs> taking over planes. <laughs> Get off of your phones. Hijack a plane. Get off of your phones. Shut up of your face. <laughs> uh, and he ordered, he took over the plane and ordered that it land at land at Seattle to pick up a parachute and $200,000 cash. <laughs> oh, All the like, I were forgot late. my parachute. <laughs> no parachutes on this plane? <laughs> His demands were met and the plane took off again. After takeoff, Cooper sent the stewardesses forward, sorry, sent the stewardess forward to the cockpit and used her intercom to repeat his instructions that the pilot hold the 727 at 200 miles per hour. When they were approximately over the Lewis River, Cooper opened the rear exit door and jumped without protective gear against the wind and freezing rain outside, but apparently confident. The man (laughs) who stole the plane was confident? The guy (laughs) who knew he was going to jump out of a plane and forgot to bring a parachute? Confident. seemed Confident. For one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, two hundred thousand. Well, nothing compared to you, fifty. That's a few of me, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> four hundred thousand of me. <laughs> the other way, other way round. <laughs> no, that's
1: <laughs> not. Yeah, four hundred thousand fifty cents. 50 cents is, yeah. is two hundred thousand. He's spot on there. Actually. No,
0: Oh, uh, <laughs> I was thinking about your net oh, worth. About <laughs> net worth. Stop <laughs> no, yeah, no, yeah, right. thinking about his net worth. It's impolite. Sure. It's sorry. My name is impolite. right here. Yeah, your net worth cent. half a dollar. Half of one dollar. Cooper opened the rear door, uh, sorry, over the years, a plastic notice sign from the 727's rear door and a parachute were found in the woods. Then, in 1980, some of the marked bills from Cooper's Hall were found in mud dredged from the Columbia River. Um, That confirmed the belief in some quarters that Cooper had not survived his escape and that his skeleton lies somewhere underwater or in the deepest woods. I like the idea of him leaping out of a plane. He's already forgotten his parachute and he's just, like, lands in the river and he's like, fuck. I forgot to learn how to swim, <laughs> 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 But to others, captivated by Cooper's coolness and planning, he is a heroic scoundrel who deserves to be living well wherever he is today. Good on him. Yeah. He's skyjacked. <laughs> Still living well. <laughs> Over the plane. Offer of that two hundred thousand yeah, dollars. Still make it. <laughs> it scraping by. Selling parachute parts. and <laughs> <laughs> he's got his recreational river money chuck business. <laughs> Come and chuck money in the river. Pay me more money and I'll give you some less money <laughs> to throw <laughs> in the river for fun. <laughs> I like the idea like, hey, I've taken a plane. Hey, give me a parachute and two hundred thousand dollars. And do you want to get out here? No. Let's get back in the air. I want to. I'm take going to my leap chances. out of <laughs> the plane later on. There's no cops in a forest where I'll die. Do you want? Do you want a car and two hundred thousand dollars? No. Parachute. Two hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> do you I'm- need more money? Nah. This is all I can. Dra- this is heavy enough to drown me. <laughs> this is an elaborate way to kill a man of money that I'll be dragged to the bottom of a river. <laughs> Never to get out of, okay? My skeleton. Oh, okay? <laughs> uh-huh. My name's yeah. DB Cooper. <laughs> DB Cooper stands for Dumb Bitch Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and don't you forget it. Because okay. I forget it, because I'm a dumb bitch. <laughs> That's why I forgot the parachute before. But now I'm in a plane. Yeah, all these bills. Great. That's awesome. Thank you very much. Open this door to this airplane. All right. Yeah, it's raining yeah. yeah. outside. It's I'm going to jump into here. a river. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <sighs> They're flying away. Okay. <laughs> That's why right. they don't remember my name. I'll dumb c- bitch Cooper. I'll catch them notes on the way down. Hey, you you want to give me notes? I already got enough notes here.
1: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> like They're all in. flying <laughs> out. In one of those like... Carnival things or whatever Where there's all the money Flying around You gotta grab it <laughs> <laughs> You just land in a river At the end
0: He's like I don't need those notes In a bag Loose I'll hold them They don't call me Dumb bitch Cooper For nothing He's a famous one Cooper Yeah, yeah D.B. Cooper There's
1: a bunch of people Who claimed that they were him And people who When their grandpa died They were like That was D.B. Cooper <laughs> <laughs>
0: That dumb bitch Yeah it was D.B. <laughs> uh, this next story is from In the Realm of Miracles Soon after Charbel Markloff. Fucking whoa. hell. You get a real name like D.B. Cooper. Yeah. His fucking parents shouldn't have named him with their mouths full. Charbel, Charbel Markloff. Markloff. <laughs> Charles Marklin? No. Charbel Markloff. A Maronite monk at the St. Maroon Monastery at Anaya, Lebanon, was buried in... What's up? <laughs> what the fuck is Maronites. <laughs> <laughs> I was buried in... Uh, <laughs> What's going on here, Pete? <laughs> I was trying to figure out where in this sentence you got Mark Maron from, but it was the same. Maronite. The, Saint, <laughs> the Saint, Maronite, yeah, Maronite. Yeah. yeah. Is it spelt the same? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's all right. Because there's also St. Maron and Markoloff. So I was confused Man. by all the M's. The fucking, the fucking Vickers used to be really mean to me, and I, I fucking <laughs> hated him. I was angry back when I was a young Maronite. But now, I don't know. I think we've buried our beef. I'm going to get him on. I'm going to uh, crash our beef. Is that a bad Marin? No, I think it's good. that's a good Marin. Okay. That's a good job. That's good. That's good. Thank you. Uh, I can't really do a Marin. No, you do Obama. I'll do Obama. Yeah. Listen, why do you hate me? (laughs) Fifty, you should do Obama. (laughs) It's racist if I do it. (laughs) You do Obama fifty. Well,
1: Pete, (laughs) you think I'm just gonna perform for you? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well played, well played.
0: All right. Anyway, we all remember that uh, the Maronite monk uh, always had a problem with uh, um, Mitzi when she ran the (laughs) monastery, but then he worked things out. he was buried in uh, 1898. Strange lights were seen around his grave. He had been buried, like others of his order, without a coffin, and after the lights had been seen for several weeks, his body was disinterred. Heavy rains had flooded the grave, but despite this, a body was found to show no traces of de- decomposition. It was washed, dressed in new clothes, and placed in a wooden coffin in the monastery's chapel. A body rotting? That's decomposition. Purple Hills? That's a D12 composition. <laughs> That's- Really? Nah, is the beef over then? Are we done here? Have we buried this? Sounds like Krusty now. Ah! <laughs> Isn't Krusty who Mark Marin's based on? <laughs> <laughs> Mark Maron's a character, right? <laughs> Angus yeah. Area voices him on that podcast. <laughs> Before long, a strange oily liquid was noticed suffusing the body. It smelled of blood and seemed to be a mixture of blood and sweat. Fucking oily ass bodies back in the day. No, so oily. But whatever it was, it seeped through the skin in such quantities that the body's clothing had to be changed twice a week. Strips of the saturated cloth. Why did it have to be? Because Why did you have to change? The- we can't take him out when he looks like wet. <laughs> Why are you changing the clothing of a dead body? I've missed that part. I want to look fuckable. He's <laughs> <laughs> still got to go to the garage and hang out with his cats. <laughs> Why? Okay. Uh, strips of the saturated cloth were said to have remarkable healing properties. 29 years after Charbel's death, his body was... examined. Oh, did you see that um, that HBO series, Charbel? <laughs> <Trump. laughs> his body was examined by doctors and pronounced free from corruption. Their report, together with the testimony of other eyewitnesses, was sealed in a zinc tube and placed with the body in a wood-lined zinc coffin. I'll remember it's here. <laughs> this is the best place to put it. No, no, no. I'll remember it's here. <laughs> which was then placed in the monastery wall and bricked over. That was in 1927. In 1950, pilgrims noticed that a curious liquid was seeping through the wall in front of the coffin. The tomb was broken open, the coffin removed, and again, in the presence of ecclesiastical and medical authorities, opened for examination of the body. By every appearance, Charbel might have been merely asleep. His clothing was partly rotted and was soaked in the oily fluid, much of which had congealed inside the coffin. Look! Ah, oh, yucky! Look, oh, he's all wet. <laughs> Uh, that is how they invented a Vegemite Oh, yuck oh, there, is you it. there you go <laughs> It's fucking gross, me. No, 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 <laughs> I no, fucking had it on sick. toast this morning <laughs> you know what I did
1: this morning? Three slices of toast
0: You ever just do that?
1: Yeah Yeah, Yeah. it's fucking good We yeah, like, just, just good. got a new toaster where you can do four at once And so I was like,
0: I'll just have three You know what? I'm not going to use this fully <laughs> Well, four would be too many <laughs> But too many. two isn't yeah. enough sometimes, yeah, you know? Yeah, sometimes two You've is never done enough. a four? No, I don't think You've so You've never like had a Here's my question for you You go on a three slice Sometimes you go a two But you go on a three slice Do you mix it's up the big spreads? spreads? I did Yeah What'd you have? Um, I had Because I had Some
1: avocado Yeah nice. And some nice, Nuttilex And some uh, Vegemite And so I did Sorry
0: What was the second one? <laughs> Nuttilex When you nut on your toast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah Pearl jam <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's so funny Makes you feel me. alive We are here to defend the rights of the West Memphis Three And our band is named after Come. <laughs> <laughs> and I hate Tech. <laughs> Take us seriously <laughs> So I had one with just avocado One with just butter and Vegemite oh, okay, And then yeah. one with Vegemite and then avocado on top Oh, delicious Really good yeah, that does, sound and I was sick. going like one
0: bite of this one, bite of this one, bite of this one. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's a three good combo too. Yeah, good I'm very happy with it. I reckon that is a three good combo. <laughs> <laughs> what you guys have for brekkie? Um, I just had a bowl of cereal, regular cereal. <laughs> Anything else about it? No, this is <laughs> <all regular.
1: laughs> I will te- te- for the listeners. I'm not going to say it, but Pete does a very interesting thing with his cereal, and we'll never tell you about it. Let's just but I say want there to be so much intrigue. Yeah.
0: Let's just say that uh, no, no, his, we don't need to go into
1: it. His favorite brand on. of
0: cereal is uh, Eddie Vedder. What The mean? lead singer of Pearl Jam, he comes in a cereal I don't come in my cereal, oh, yeah. let's be clear Let's be clear, <laughs> I'm not coming in my cereal <laughs> That would be disgusting It would ruin the orange people. juice <laughs> <laughs> You fuck <laughs> <laughs> I wanted people to
1: like tweet their guesses at his weird cereal <laughs> thing to us I think so. we
0: said it on 25 Days once I feel like we have oh, Okay.
1: What did you have for brekkie? Uh,
0: I had a weirder breakfast, I had sushi Oh From the train station That is weirder On the way home To my girlfriend's house (laughs) Yeah
1: Right uh, I'm going to eat sushi after this, I reckon Nice I'm going to have a little think about <laughs>
0: I've been focusing on the episode I I'm mean. thinking I'm going to have a little uh, a bagel With peanut butter and banana on it Oh, damn, that sounds alright I reckon really- I'm going to go eat my own dick <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, not if we eat it first Hell, yeah, that's what I was looking for I guess I'll just go suck my own dick then Walking out of the room like, oh, yeah, fine No, I'll, I'll suck my own dick, don't worry about it <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, sorry, did you want us to suck your dick? Oh, well, if you're offering, I'd, but uh, you know, no, the I zinc tube containing the evidence <laughs> of the previous examination was badly corroded. Yeah, all to come. Uh, since 1950, the body had been exam has been examined, and the oily exudation, which had been accumulated to a depth of about three inches of thick glock, yeah. has been removed from the coffin for curative dispensation. Uh, Charbel Markaloff was canonized in 1977. They are just throwing them around, are not they? Yeah, they're I'm always throwing out a canonization. Why can't I get one? I St. Get- 50. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon you know, there's been the a f- that you Sam, <laughs> are are <here. laughs> A lot of people do. That have been a I lot survived of fucking before, 11 you know.
1: bullets in my damn face. That's, That's pretty true. miraculous if you, yeah, ask you me.
0: If anything, you deserve 11 slices of toast in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> One for every bullet you cop to your bod <laughs> uh, this next story is from the section. Um, which section is this? Beyond the walls of time, is it? Or? I don't know. Yeah, I believe so. Beyond the Walls of Time. Really? Yeah, it is. Oh, nice. Bang on. Hell yeah. Uh, nice You'll like, like this one. Uh, Will I? 50. Uh, the title of it is called The Bullet That Found Its Mark. Oh, this triggering me. Go yeah. on, oh, triggers are triggering me. <laughs> Quick, close this magazine. No, wait. Oh, man. All right, I'll reload and try again. Oh! Hey, bloody hell. No, Pete, Pete, just shoot him in the face. I mean, <laughs> oh my God. All right. All right. right. We'll, we'll do it quickly. We'll just drive by it. Um, in 1883, Henry. Whoa. That's my birthday. <laughs> no, it's not. It's July 9th. <laughs> Thank you for being a good friend. <laughs> in 1883, Henry Zieglerland of Honey Grove, Texas, jilted his sweetheart, who then killed herself. Poor. That's why you should never jilt anybody. Yeah. Uh, Her brother tried to avenge her by shooting Ziegland, but the bullet only... I forgot for a second.
1: (laughs) Just remember that this is 50 Cent being dumb and not... Your guys' friend Luca he's <laughs> not here. So thought, why would why, we weren't even thinking about it? <laughs> okay. I thought "jilt" meant joust,
0: <laughs> he
1: jousted his girlfriend. <laughs> she Fifty, herself. you really are. I the, can't the it. Our <laughs> <last friend>.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: But the bullet, sorry, her
0: brother avenging, uh, shooting from, at the guy who dumped her. Uh, yeah, after blaming he, him for something that he didn't really it'd do. It'd be hard to kill him. He's wearing full knight's armor. <laughs> <laughs> well, the bullet only grazed his face and buried itself in a tree. There, brother. The brother believed that he had uh, killed Ziegland, then took his own life. Who's <laughs> he's obviously an idiot. <laughs> yeah, ah, I got him. <laughs> <laughs> in
1: 1913,
0: 19- Ziegland was cutting down the tree with a bullet in it. It was a difficult job. Don't know why. Okay, this I have so many questions here. Is Zeigland still just hanging around this tree? It must be there? at his house. Obviously, yeah. In 1913, Zeigland. Um, so this is. 30 years later, Mm. Ziegland was cutting down the tree with a bullet in it. It was a difficult job, so he used dynamite. (laughs) 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 Ah. Ah. (laughs) Fucking Bugs Bunny cutting down a tree. (laughs) The explosion sent the old bullet through Zieglin's head and killed him. (laughs) Damn. I mean, Wile E. Coyote, not Bugs Bunny. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You know what else would have probably killed him? The dynamite from the tree. Yeah. Something was going to get him eventually. So, I, in fact... The I guy th- was playing with dynamite. They would have died. I reckon Zeekland deserved to die. That's just me, though. <laughs> it's got to be real early days, dynamite, when they're like, yeah,
1: you can use it for everything.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> doing, yeah. I'm going to do three slices of toast this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Whip out the dynamite. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Need to brush your toilet? <laughs> Chuck one <right> in there. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: They just have everything for like, dynamite. They're just like, you can do whatever with it. It's real good. It's yeah. real handy. <laughs> this tooth is going to have to come out. <laughs> 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 Too many dynamite-related deaths. <laughs> uh, this is from The Unquiet Sky, this next story. In the summer of 1897, the Duke of Abresi, Abruzzi Abruzzi, led an expedition to mate ma mate. Mate, mate. Mount St. Elias in a glacial region near the Alaskan coast. There they searched out the silent city of Alaska, a mirage that many prospectors and Indians had reported seeing over a glacier. C.W. Thornton, Thornton, a member of the expedition, later wrote, It required no effort of the imagination to liken it to a city, but it was so distinct that it required instead faith to believe that it was not in reality a city. Earlier, another spectator had written in the New York Times. What? What did he say? <laughs> you, yeah, that it looked like a city, but you'd have to believe it was a city to think it was a city. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. To actually think it was a city, you'd have to be like, "Well, oh. do you want to see a photo of it?" Okay. This yeah. is the uh... of the mirage. <laughs> yeah. This is this. Is, oh, it's an illustration. So it's a mirage. Yeah, it's a mirage. That's what it looks like. It kind of looks like, definitely looks right. like a city, but it's a mirage. Oh yeah, you can oh, see parts of the city. It's houses and shit. Yeah, yeah. That's why it looks like a city. It's a mirage. Okay. So it looks like a city, but it's not a city. But it requires your imagination. But what I just looked at was a guy who drawn some houses. He'd yeah, draw, draw it, it however he wants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this drawing of my dick. <laughs> it's it's <real> mirage. <laughs> <laughs> Earlier, another spectator had written: so "The only in t- only water in the desert. What do you, you want to <laughs> die or do you want to drink? <laughs> you can lead a horse to water." But you well, can't make, you can make me tell my bed. <laughs> Give it a go. <laughs> we we plan. This is if somebody else saw it. We could plainly see houses, well-defined streets, and trees. Here and there rose tall spires over huge buildings, which appear to be ancient mosques or cathedrals. Some people believed the apparition had to be an image of Bristol, England which is 2,500 miles across the pole from the site of the extraordinary Mirage. That's so f- like, such a British thing to go to a different country <laughs> that already has people living there and like, see, one of our cities is already here. It's ours. It's been here for years. <laughs> can you claim that's not Bristol? Well, uh, then you can't. <laughs> <laughs> then this is ours. No, I can clearly see a Bristol house there. Let me draw it for you. Don't look <laughs> over there. Look at my drawing. Now get out of here. I'll give you three beads. Its appearance was reported each year between June 21st and July 10th. It's the Northern 50's Lights. in there. It's the Northern Lights. Yeah, that's right around my birthday. Yeah, right. Is that like a refri- a, a reflection? Then maybe. Yeah, or or just the fucking lights or something.
1: Fitty, <laughs> <laughs> it is your. <laughs> what are the? What? How do the Northern Lights work?
0: Um, so you cosmic wind. It's when everybody oh, yeah. leaves their lights on all at once, right in the middle of winter. Oh yeah, and it's just like what? white, white night. Yeah, <laughs> white night. Which is when all the White Nights come out and I go, hate White Nights. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, this you... is <laughs> saving power. <laughs> white Night is gone now. Yeah, it's that's three good. nights in August now. Oh, really? Yeah, that's and it's combined even worse. with like not the Melbourne Festival, but a different one. Right, like, the Melbourne Winter Festival or is something. Is White Night like you know how because White Night where they leave all the lights on? Yeah, is that like the exact opposite of Earth Day? <laughs> yeah, they turn yeah, the lights yeah. Off? I've pretty seen Open Micah do that joke before. Really, right, that's pretty funny. That is pretty funny. Yeah, so is Pete. Clearly,
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm fifty cent. It is crazy. Uh, if you don't know, it's a thing in Melbourne where there's it's like a party or whatever, and there's all these light displays all around the city. It's
0: actually crazy. And, and it, it used sucks. to go. It used to go for the entire night. Yeah, like I think it had started. It now ends or at or midnight or something, doesn't it? Yeah, for three over three nights. That's it, fucking stupid as. Yeah. I hate it. I
1: had one of the worst nights of my life on White Note. I you had did. a fifty yeah. cent.
0: What happened? <laughs>
1: Well (laughs) I was told a story By my friend (laughs) And that was on White Night And it made me hate it What happened? Well my friend Luca got. Is when he just moved to Melbourne And he thought Let's go party on White Night And just Bloody drank way too much Uh, And had a real horrible time It's
0: not good for like Partying There's too many people in the city No It's too much You can't get phone reception Because there's so many fucking people in the city They go paid
1: like a hundred bucks to get a taxi back to my house Or something oh. So I was just real drunk oh, He was just real drunk And just gave the, the taxi cash driver? over No no Luke <laughs> oh, He told Fiddy Our yeah, friend yeah. Fiddy Right yeah. oh, oh, And he was like us. keep the change Yeah yeah You and it animal. was Yeah. Fuck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep, he's pretty
1: <laughs> pretty cool. He's not here. You can say he's dumb. <laughs> There's a taxi driver he's hosting dumb. a
0: podcast somewhere though, like, and he gave me a hundred bucks for an eighteen dollar
1: trip. Is that what they're doing when they're always talking while you're in the car? <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, all yeah, podcasting. Yeah, yeah. They're on <laughs> Skype podcasting <laughs> overseas podcasting. with their friends. <laughs>
0: Uh, this final story is from Monsters and More. According to John Eric Beck, George. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 hey. <laughs> Is is that you? Just trying to remember his first name, John uh, Eric, Eric Beck, Beck George. Beck- Can't be George. <laughs> Beck- founder jord. and director of Project Bigfoot in Seattle, Washington. Bigfoot Sasquatch sightings occur every month. On July third, nineteen eighty-one. Man, the July third. The founder of Project Bigfoot has no vested interest in this story either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you questioning Beck <laughs> <laughs> On july third, nineteen eighty one, loggers in southwest Washington saw a nine or ten foot tall sasquatch. That was only six days before my fifth birthday. You're forty three. Mm, what year math is this? Is not mine or fifty so strongest. Born suit. in seventy nine. No, 76 76, my 5th birthday Okay, crazy Told ya Well, there's a Sasquatch spotted at a distance of 400 feet On October 18, a logger picking mushrooms in the same area heard growling And noticed the characteristic strong odour of the large hairy monster Okay, mate, what kind of mushrooms were you fucking picking? (laughs) Uh, Psychedelic? (laughs) Psilocybin actually opens your eyes So if anything, I saw the monster more clearly, I didn't imagine (laughs) it Uh, project bigfoot continue collects bigfoot bigot yeah. project bigfoot big hairy man is like nah, i still don't like the greeks <laughs> project bigfoot collects not only eyewitness reports but hair and blood samples as well specimens <laughs> obtained at the scenes of the four following incidents he's into his phrenology is he <laughs> yeah i, I like bigfoot a lot I've coming been... out of the woods like oh, get off my lawn <laughs> it's all my lawn the, the following incidents have been carefully tested by scholarly skeptics. Okay. So, these ones are for reals. Okay. In Rock State Park, Maryland, near Bel Air. Damn. Yeah. I know. I've heard of Bel Air. Yeah, 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 yeah. What it's- from? Um, uh, Something that's not the Fresh Prince. <laughs> Okay, so in West Rock State Park, <laughs> born and raised, Peter Honrach was driving a sports car late one night.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Always, <laughs> almost, almost, almost. <laughs> in, in
0: 1975, when he hit what he thought was a Bigfoot, which is <laughs> absolutely crazy for him to hit that little child and call it a Bigfoot. Yeah. <laughs> I swerved towards it because I thought it was not my wife, but a Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> Recovering its balance, the creature loomed up over the car, making grumbling sounds and loped off. Hair stuck in the dented headlight was removed for analysis. On the loomy Indian reservation in Bellingham, Washington, a Sasquatch tried to force its way into a food storage room in the home of the Jeffersons one night, <laughs> Mr. Jefferson yeah. said the next morning. <laughs> "Must have been a bloody Sasquatch in there, actually. Yeah. Sure it wasn't the Hendersons. No, it wasn't Man. the Hendersons. The family woke to the sound of breaking glass, leaping up and grabbing a rifle Mr. Jefferson (laughs) found. it was just Steve Austin. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute, that's Bigfoot's music! (laughs) This can't be! No, Bigfoot! (laughs) Stone cold Mr. Jefferson found glass From the five foot high window in the storage room Shattered all over the floor And the blood smeared on the shards Two cans of beer were wrecked inside of the
1: Like a teen movie Where the teens are like making out And they hear breaking glass And the girl's like What was that?
0: Don't worry, it's just Steve Austin (laughs) <laughs> then they hear screaming in the woods. It's like, okay, also, that's uh, the Heartbreak Kid. That's Shawn Michaels. <laughs> that's like a weird screaming part at the start of his thing. Uh, what dress are you at? 316. <laughs> <laughs> Black hairs with white tips were found on the windows and among the glass fragments on the floor. John Beckjord found him himself came to collect the blood and hair samples and gathered reports of the many Sasquatch sightings and attempted entries into houses on the reservation. Near Sacramento, California, in May 1976, a group of teenagers saw a Sasquatch breaking branches off of an apricot tree and eating the fruit. The creature left twenty-five-inch-long tracks. The youngsters collected hair from a fence and turned it over to Beckjord. In Lebanon, Oregon, <laughs> in <1977. laughs> oh, I'm from Lebanon. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Lebanon, Oregon. Oh, okay. That well,
1: you're lucky. So. Bigot foot wasn't happy <laughs> <laughs> for a second. Where are you
0: from? <laughs> Hey, <laughs> me? Oh, mate, I'm from uh, Lebanon. Oh, Lebanon, man. <laughs> uh, Lebanon, a Lebanon, <laughs> <laughs> A huge creature tore doors off a barn and ruined fences while uttering piercing screams. Ah! <laughs> Hair samples were taken by Beckjord. Okay, Beckjord's pretty across all of this. He's, he's, he? like, he's travelling all over the state. One blood sample s- secured in the course of the incidents from the broken glass in the Jefferson house was tested by Dr. Vincent Sarech. Ah, oh, I see the glass. <laughs>
1: I see the glass, I, I hear, hear the, the glass, glass, but I don't believe the glass, glass. Exactly <laughs> If you understand that joke, please tweet at us <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, leave us a five-star review, say it's we loved not, it. it It's not necessarily an inside joke, but it's just a It's obscure It's for nobody Obscure reference It's a very obscure damn sure That's very certain Sirich, his name is, is yeah, it? Yeah, Have you Vincent met his Vincent. Sir cousin? Vincent Sippor
0: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't Uh, Physical anthropologist (laughs) and (laughs) biochemist at the University of California at Berkeley. He found it to be the blood of a higher primate. The hairs associated with the blood sample as well as the other hairs. Samples were analysed by three experts. They concluded that it had not come from a human, wolf, bear, or comparable mammal. Nor did the hair match that of any primates submitted for the study, although it was close to that of a gorilla. Damn. Gorilla. Beck George says of the creatures, they are too large to be men. Too much obviously there to be myth. <laughs> they may be man-related hominid primates. That's the story of how Bigfoot's real. Yeah. That sounds cool. On your Beck Jord's done it again. Jord, I'm with you. I reckon there are Bigfoot's 250 stories from this book, Mysteries of the Unexplained, has me convinced. We've got more stories. Coming up, it's Halloween soon. We'll do something Halloween. special for that. I guess our 52nd episode, it'll probably be yeah, the yeah. one year, boy. Happy, happy year. In the meantime, go like all our social media stuff, which is uh, ooh, spooky for the for the podcast, three O's and an H on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. You like
1: it, share it around. Tell your friends. We've hit the, we're about to hit the
0: one year mark. Let's get some bloody people in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Peter the Jones, Lucas C. Muller and Adam no. G. Knox on Twitter. At 50 Cent, I am. Oh, sorry. Uh, do you have anything you need to plug then, 50? Do I have anything to plug? <laughs> yeah. um, I see you've already got your own Twitter up there to check if you do.
1: Yeah, the G-Unit Keeping- G, G uh, merch is online at song.link slash town.
0: I know we say this every week, but you're an idiot. <laughs> Great. Well, we'll join us again, me, uh, uh, Peter, and 50 Cent for another episode of Ooh Spooky next week.